Hey leaders, before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you about a free event that I'm hosting, your personal leadership audit live workshop. I've put the workshop together because if you want to stand out as an exceptional leader, you have to know yourself inside and out. Understanding your strengths and weaknesses is critical. And for that, you need a high degree of self-awareness and a commitment to self-reflection. Now, if you're committed to unlocking your leadership potential, then working through a self-assessment like this is going to help you to quickly identify a path to higher impact. I'll be leading you through a deep dive into the seven imperatives of my No Bullshit Leadership Framework, so that by the end of the session, you'll know exactly what areas you need to develop if you really want to stand out from the crowd. We're only opening up 150 spots, so register now at yourceomentor.com forward slash workshop. That's yourceomentor.com forward slash workshop. Welcome to the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. In a world where knowledge has become a commodity, this podcast is designed to give you something more. Access to the experience of a successful CEO who has already walked the path. So join your host, Martin Moore, who will unlock and bring to life your own leadership experiences and accelerate your journey to leadership excellence. Welcome to Moments with Marty, your short, sharp shot of leadership insight to help you stay on track between our weekly episodes of No Bullshit Leadership. Why do so many leaders choose to avoid hard conversations? In my experience, it's much more about a lack of will than a lack of skill. Let's face it, it's not hard to avoid them. For a start, it's likely that your leader isn't having the hard conversations with you, so you're not going to feel any pressure from above to have them with your people. And the only person who really knows you're avoiding a hard conversation is you. Like every other human on the planet, you have a boundless capacity for rationalisation. When we think about stepping into a potentially risky situation, we're inundated with negative thoughts. This is just our reptile brain warning us of the danger, trying to convince us to step back from the ledge. I know what's going through your head, because it goes through all our heads. You're no different from anyone else. We all face similar fears and doubts. So let's see if any of these ring a bell with you. What if this conversation escalates into conflict? I shouldn't criticise or be negative to Marty. What if it demotivates him? I don't really have enough evidence or examples to speak to Marty about his performance. What if Marty disagrees with my assessment of the situation and I find it difficult to justify my view over his? What if I haven't set Marty up for success? Maybe it's my fault as a leader. I haven't given him enough support. Maybe I'm asking too much of Marty. Maybe I'm too demanding as a boss. Maybe Marty just needs more time to improve. All of these thoughts stop us from having the conversations we should be having. And the result is, we simply don't have enough of them. Then when a situation becomes so dire that a difficult conversation is impossible to avoid, the dread and the fear are self-reinforcing. When you're fearful of a conversation, you handle it poorly, and it doesn't go well. Guess what? You've just reinforced yourself that difficult conversations are hard and that you don't like having them. What do you do then? Will you strengthen your desire to avoid difficult conversations, both consciously and subconsciously, all the while rationalising why you don't need to have the conversation or fooling yourself that it's not a priority compared to your other busy work? Now, because you've missed so many opportunities to have a difficult conversation, you don't improve. 
you never get to feel comfortable. You rob yourself of the opportunity to become more skillful and capable when those situations invariably present themselves. And when you have to take on the most difficult conversations, for example, terminating someone's employment, you'll find that you're both unwilling and incapable of doing that competently. It's already hard enough. You wouldn't be human if you didn't find that difficult. As Jack Welsh once said, if you enjoy sacking someone, you're not fit to be a leader. But if you can't do it, you're not fit to be a leader. For more depth on this insight, listen to episode six of the No Bullshit Leadership podcast, The Psychology of Feedback. We'll leave a link in the show notes. I really hope you enjoyed this moment and that it gives you that little extra spark to be a no bullshit leader.